You and your friends are hanging out in the Montana woods, drinking some beers, sharing stories about fun times. When you see a crazy object floating around in the sky, it's not a balloon, it's in fact a spaceship. It darts from left to right, making all sorts of noises, fuzzing the radio signals on your boom box. Then a giant beam hones in on the spot where you're all standing. You're left paralyzed, but no, you have to try and escape. You only have a few seconds. What do you do? How will you survive? Hello and welcome to Survivor Die Trying, the podcast where we'll learn to survive anything and everything life can throw at you. I'm Cameron Esposito, comedian, actor, writer, and survival expert. With the help of some amazing guests, I'll guide you through some of life's stickiest situations, from hurricanes to bad breakups, no topic is off the table, and we'll bring you tips and tricks every week with a new episode out each Wednesday. But before we start, I do need to say this show is for entertainment purposes only. Experts say we are not experts. And today we're talking surviving an alien invasion. Hello, welcome to Survivor Die Trying, and that's right, aliens. I I love them. I like honestly, well, I don't love aliens, but I love the people who fight them. And today on the show, we're going to talk about aliens and pop culture, alien butts. And while one of my dad's greatest scientific theories will be joined by comedian Steph Tolov and my buddy Chelsea is here. Hi, producer Chelsea. Hello. Now that I've heard your beautiful voice, let's get to the surviving. First of all, Chelsea, I'm growing out my hair, and so now I have, like, a man bun for the first time, and it looks insane. (laughs) But it's just, like, the best I could do because a hat no longer works. Aliens, like, love, hate, like, just general, even before we welcome our guest. Yeah, I think similar to you, I love the people who fight them. I love them in pop culture. I think an actual—I'll say this. I desperately want aliens to present themselves, like— it might be the thing I want most in the whole world. Like, I really want... Comfort- yeah, I really want confirmation like, of like aliens. For your, like, all future goals, like, everything... For mankind, I just think okay, it's, got like, it, got it, got it. For time. mankind. It's, like... Yeah, okay. That just feels like something. I just want... I would just... I feel like they exist, so just confirmation would be really nice. It would just be one less mm-hmm. thing to think about. Yeah. But I also think that's really bad news for us if they present themselves. I don't think that's, like, going to be a, a good conversation... I don't you know? know. I mean, I feel like there are some, like the movie Arrival, which is based on like a really beautiful short story, which I'd really recommend anybody read or like Contact. I don't know if you saw Contact, like you and Jodie Foster in that movie actually have like a lot in common because yeah. that's what you want more than anything in the world. Um, and I, I think this, I don't know, there's like a certain hope I hear in your voice that I think is quite sweet. And Aww. I want this for you. I mean, I don't think I have a particular goal about whether or not to interact with aliens, but now I know who's, like, whose side I'm on, you know, and it's yours. I want this for you. I want you to have nice things. We'll be back uh, to talk more about aliens and pop culture, everything else, with comedian Steph Tolov right after this. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. 
I'm so thrilled to have this person on the podcast because you know, I have no idea how you feel about aliens, but I know you're hilarious about all things. Um, stuff. thank you for being here. Thanks for having me. Also, a real cute thing that's happening behind the scenes is that basically Medina, our producer, has had to place you, I would say, 20 feet away from the mic because you have... A power. You have a certain power. I look. It's a very projecting voice, which we love. Yeah, sure. But I'm. I am literally an arm's reach away from my microphone right now. I feel bizarre I, being this far back. I know you're so. Far I'm. I'm in the kitchen. In the. It's fucking bizarre. I'm cooking an egg but right now in the kitchen. One thing that's real nice is you look so relaxed. Okay, so let's just like quickly start with like some greatest hits of. To be honest, I am a huge uh, fan of the movie Alien. I think that's because of my deep, deep sexual attraction for Sigourney Weaver in those films. <laughs> like deep, 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 deep. But also Aliens has a super hot, like butched out sort of mask person in it who actually it turns out I got a DM. I'm such a fan of these movies that her son, Vasquez, who's the like flexed out person that's in Aliens, I got a DM from her son who told me that she like did continue to act. She's also um, John Connor's stepmom in Terminator 2. She did continue to act, but now she owns a bra store in the Valley. Oh, that's a bizarre choice to go to. You go from <laughs> actor, just, uh, just, just bras, not even underwear? I don't know, man. I think it's just bras. Huh. Yeah. Very specific. I got to be honest. It's a career path I've thought about. Just bras. You know, give it all up. Just sell yeah. bras. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just do lots of measuring. That's just yeah. days and yeah, days yeah, of yeah, measuring. Yeah, yeah. That's all you want to do. Yeah, yeah, lightly yeah. fondle. Oh, no. That's not. It's all for, <laughs> no. It's for fit. For it's fit. It's for fit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Yeah. I'm also like a big, I'm like, Star Wars was very formative for me. Um E.T. obviously brought e. Barry yes. into all of our lives, and she's so important to just culture and the concept of crying. Like, yeah. I I haven't watched her show, but I've seen a ton of TikTok clips of her just, like, very sensitively holding the the, the hands of a guest. So, <laughs> I will say— She's for me. I've watched um, Scary Movie 3, I believe, several times, and that is the one where they made fun of signs, and they really heavily leaned on the alien thing with that. You're referencing real alien movies, and I'm referencing the stupidest spoof movie of all time. Mm, mm, no, I mean that. What what happens in that? Like, what what it, when they're referencing science? What are they doing? Uh, Leslie Nielsen plays like the um, I believe he's the president, and he like he pees out of his finger. It's very silly <laughs> stuff. It's so stupid. That that's what I remember. That's how stupid I am. That I that's what I watch. Very slapstick humor. But I also watched Signs. Signs was very good. It was scary. I will say that that's one of those movies that. I, like, couldn't get all the way through for the first time that I saw it because of the creeping. Like, if the idea that anything would be creeping behind me while I don't know that Mm -hmm. that's happening, that is my greatest fear in life. Mm -hmm. And to see that on screen is, it's tough. It's tough for me to stick with. Yeah. Um, But you're apparently a real tough guy. I mean, look at, like, (laughs) look at your posture. That's why I watch, I I can't handle scary stuff. I've seen Men in Black. That's alien stuff, right? Oh, yeah, it is alien stuff for sure. I feel like Men in Black also, not just about aliens, but also about introducing this sound into my purview in a stronger way. <laughs> like, I feel like that the, I can only <laughs> think of Will Smith uh, doing whatever the, 
Oh, getting jiggy with it. I think that is oh, that. Oh, I think it might I be. Think that I might don't be know the if that's in Men in Black theme song. What'd you say, Chelsea? Is it in Men in Black? Getting jiggy with it. It might uh, be. It's either that or it's like another song of his. But all of his songs, he and Ludacris are always bringing to the table. Like, <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. like that's a, just a classic. It's a classic sound. Yeah. Um, but it's funny as I was prepping for today. And like Medina kind of writes out like, here's some ideas for movies about aliens. Like all of them, look, I'm not as creepy as I sound, but like all of the ones that are important to me are important to me because of the women that are in those movies. Like, I feel that way about Star Wars. Who in Star Wars, Leia? Well, in I mean, there's like Rey in the newer ones. But oh, yeah. like Carrie Fisher, I mean, Carrie Fisher, it's like, she's amazing in that film. But then if you have further information about who she was, then you're, it's it just goes deeper and deeper into like a full devotion. The coolest like a whole heart's devotion. Ever. I love Coolest person ever. Like Postcards from the Edge. I don't know if either of you have ever seen that movie or read that book, Both. but I've done both. She's a genius. You know, she was a script doctor. Like, beyond being in the movie When Harry Met Sally, she also, like, got paid to fix people's movies. Oh. And I think people only know her as Leo, but she was fucking genius. Is there, like, because you probably didn't grow up with E.T. being, like, a part of your little kid life. Not Did a part you? of my little kid life, no, but I feel like it's so famous. And, like, that image of the bike over the moon silhouetted is just, like, so famous. It's right. just such, a, right, right, right. such an important thing to everybody. I don't, like, remember watching it as a kid, but it's, like always been a part of my life it feels what are the aliens of your youth um uh men in black was like pretty big for me (laughs) oh men in black (laughs) power rangers (laughs) are they aliens um you know who are actually Uh, aliens they fight aliens they probably fight aliens um the um transformers are technically aliens so you're right but i don't don't know if we knew that in the like original animated series (laughs) they did in when they were launching the movies they were like we have to explain why these cars can talk (laughs) like they're like before that when we were kids there was absolutely no explanation it was just like hey fyi like some cars can talk and i'm not gonna i'm not gonna lay it out for you like just just know that just know it in your heart also I mean, this is a, the, a film that I'm going to say is super important to me is the movie Independence Day. There's an amazing speech by uh, Bill Pullman, who is the president in this film. And it literally ends with like, today is our Independence Day. And that it that movie came out for the 4th of July. I remember seeing it in theaters. I think I like sobbed. I mean, it's very... The White House is blown up. Like, it is very... The nationalism slash globalism that is that exists in that film, because the country is fighting, but also the world is fighting. And I don't know if we've ever gotten a movie, like, since that really promoted both of those things at the same time. Like, Donald Trump could exist in that world and also, like, Bernie Sanders. Like, both of them would be united standing next to each other in the world of Independence Day. And it's truly what makes that film absolutely stand out. I will say something fun about E.T. that I almost did that I didn't do that's very alien-related. My second toe is very long, and it looks, I think, a lot like E.T., so I went to get it tattooed. I wanted to get E.T. on the bottom of my foot. My tattoo artist wouldn't do it because she said that it was going to fade away too quickly, and it was a waste of money. So you wanted an undertoe tattoo? Yeah, my second toe. Yeah, my second toe looks very, I think, very much like, (laughs) I mean, maybe they all do, very much like E.T. It's very long. 
Wait, hang on. Hang on Look a second. Look at that thing. Hang Can on. You see hang that? on a second. <laughs> hang on. I'm going to take my boot and my sock off. Do you have an undertoe tattoo? No, but I've got a long second, second toe. toe. I got a second toe that's longer than my first toe. When we were growing up, or at least when I was growing up, I feel like there was like, wasn't there like, there was like a thing where it's like, it's like either like you're an idiot or like you're a genius. Like, there was one of those things about like a long second toe. Yeah, there was. Or it was like, you're like a, you're like such a prude or you sleep with everything. Like, yeah. It meant something. Do you remember what it meant? I, I don't remember what it meant. Chelsea, you seem like you know what I've it heard, is. I've heard it's royal blood that you have a longer second toe than your first blood. Oh. Is that oh, some royal family? Tracks. Look at us. Yeah, obviously. Yeah. I don't have it. Look, so. at the, look at the two of us. Oh. I also know I don't Chelsea, have royal blood. a commoner. Oh, just yes. regular. <laughs> regular. Well, honestly, it's very kind of us to have you on the show. Well, we'll be back in just a moment to talk about some real E.T. alien UFO advice. So I want to ask, uh, Steph, you've like, You've played Vegas, yeah? You've yes. like played somewhere in Vegas? Yes, I have. And have you driven there from LA? Several times. So that means that you have passed Area 51 because it's right, it's like on the road between LA and Vegas. Is it? I always look for it. I feel like there's like, it, at the very least, there's like a, there's an exit from the highway where you can get like lots of like beef jerky that's- Oh, yes. I've stopped it. Yes. like. The Area, area 51 okay. stuff. Oh, I've gone there. Yeah, the yeah, alien yeah. jerky place. About? Yes, is the, the yeah, alien yeah. you sit on the bench and get a photo with the alien guy in the jerky place. Exactly. Yes. So I actually think that Area 51, like the real one, is it's like you have to just keep going from there. Okay. You and I, mm. I'm not following that road. No. I'm just like jerky and I'm out. Yeah. You know, like yeah. I need to get to the next spot. It's hot as fuck. But in the middle of Nevada, there's like a remote detachment area off of Edwards Air Force Base okay. that has like a secret operations going on there. The, like the Air Force just says that it is an open training range, but it is commonly thought to like have experimental weapons and like experimental aircraft that are being tested there. It makes sense because because if you remember from the alien jerky place, there's nothing else around No, there. no, it's yeah. nothing. Is it underground? Like where is this? Is you have to drive really far back because I want to see this. I don't know the answer to that, but I feel like it makes sense if it's underground. Yeah. Even if it, even if it's above ground, I feel like the whole point with it is like, there's stuff we don't know. There's stuff we don't, we haven't seen. Like whatever's mm -hmm. really going on there. I believe that the, government has stuff going on regarding secret special things. Yes. That makes that tracks for me. I, I as well. I believe that. Chelsea, where where are you on government secrets? <laughs> and do you have any? <laughs> Not on me right now. But I don't think um they have alien secrets. I think they have lots of secrets, but I don't think one of them is aliens. I think they have no fucking clue at all what's happening at all. I don't think they know more than we do. No, I think there's <laughs> some alien stuff. Have you not seen those like weird TikTok videos where all of a sudden there's this big like alien ship on like some weird highway and someone's like, what the fuck is that? Have yeah, you seen that stuff? I mean, this is, I'm actually with Steph on this because also a couple years ago, this is like in 2021. Do you remember when those, when that, it, there was like a big report that was put out by the government where there were, a hundred 
144 incidents of unidentified aerial phenomenon. Do you remember what I'm talking about? No. Like some of them were like a weather balloon, but there were there was footage that they just I don't know why they released this. They just released this is also like during the pandemic. Yeah. So everybody's already like like truly lost their fucking mm-hmm. minds. This is in summer of 2021. Like, think about where we all were mentally. And then the government released this, like, hey, FYI, there's, like, at least 144 times we've not known what the fuck was going on. And they sent, they released some footage, footage that was taken, like, from airplanes, Air Force fucking jets, where they were, and they, there's audio, too. Like, that audio that you hear that, where it's, like, hey, how's everybody doing? You know, like, that, like. That's scary, like, And there's audio of them being, like, what is that ahead of us? Like, that thing i don't like that did did i you see that. this when it came out no i i, I would have flipped the fuck out there's already too much going on i know yeah, all about absolutely. it to like like more i was really into it at the time maybe because we had so much time on our hands but this is also why i think they don't know more than than us is like the end of that report was basically like i don't like we don't know this we don't know what it is like we can't rule out aliens we can't we don't understand this and what they're describing uh, a lot of these like pilots were describing seeing some some um, planes and you couldn't even call it a plane like aircraft that just defy the laws of physics as we know it. So they're like, we don't know how the hell this would even work. Like they saw aircrafts that were moving like up and down in space really rapidly or like sideways in space really rapidly, just ways that aircraft should not move. And, and they're just like, we don't know. So hmm. I think they don't know. I believe that. So why do you think, <laughs> if that's, okay, if you think they don't know, why on earth release Because the a footage? congressman made them. A congressman, like, oh, some of our Congress Wait, Congress people, has done anything? Yeah. <laughs> this was all part of a report for Congress. I forget which congressman, but a congressman was like, I'm going to like make them testify basically like this was like a project for a congressman uh, and uh medina yeah. can you look up which congressman this is really because i want to know what state i want to know what state we're talking about here that forced them to release this so if i think about like stereotypical alien behavior i would like to discuss why these particular stereotypes would exist for some reason in terms of like human alien interaction there's like you're in your car there's a beam of light ahead of you right then you like get out of the car and there's that thing where you're like lifted into the sky yeah almost like by your chest yeah you know what i'm talking about like for some reason they suck you up like so many vacuums Mm -hmm. and then you pop up there and then there's a lot of like experiments that feel very like but but focus. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's when I was growing up, mm-hmm. there was a lot of like anal probe conversation. Mm-hmm. Like for some reason, aliens have you, these are alien scientists in like the area they're most interested in. Your area 51, as it were, <laughs> is your is your butthole. Mm-hmm. And then you'd be sort of sent back down and like nobody would believe that this had happened except maybe there'd be like a crop circle. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Like a weird mm. from above, like the corn is arranged in a bizarre way. Yeah. It, do you, does this track for you too? Like, can you picture what I'm talking about? Yes. yes. Have you like seen representations of this? Yes. Okay. What is the anal obsession? Like, where does that come from? Is that just like 
men's greatest fear. And so therefore it is attached to a different greatest fear. Thoughts? I think the anal thing comes from every time I've seen any drawing or anything of an alien, they also have a butt. And I think they have a butt with a hole in it. So maybe they have something in there they've been going through. Maybe they think that that's the only way in is through the butt. It's through the hole. It's the hole. <laughs> You're right, though. I don't know. That could be Actually, a, uh, they don't have other holes. There's no other holes. That's so it. Else they this have- is so smart. Because I feel like, you're right, I've seen a lot of aliens, they, they always have giant eyes. Yes. and the, yeah. But, they, but like, they don't always have a mouth. Yes. So they, they, and they always have, have a little butt. They do have a butt. Like, I'm not seeing the butt also, hole, but they have a butt. My my dad, who is just incredible, has a theory about alien eyes that I would like to share with you, too. <laughs> so my dad has a theory that we're not waiting for aliens to arrive. Aliens have already arrived. And they don't live here on Earth, like amongst us. They live underground. And the reason that the alien eyes are so big is because they live underground and they need they don't have there's not a lot of light down there. So their eyes have like increased in size to accommodate for uh, how dark it is. Also, I see a lot of long staircases come down. You don't see the staircases? Yeah, totally. <gasps> the light totally. and the really Oh my long, God, I forgot about the stand. long staircases. Yeah. A lot of theater yeah. involved. You're right. Yeah. Yes. Well, because, hang on. I mean, the, the reason the staircases have to be so long is because when the doorway that's mm-hmm. at the end of the staircase is revealed, you have to be able to see an alien lit from behind. Yeah, yeah yes, silhouette. Just a yeah, silhouette. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like I would just say in terms of the lighting department that's working on an alien spaceship, mm-hmm. like flip that light around. You know, like yeah. that selfie is never going to no, work. No, no, it's not good. It's not good. Right, you know what I'm talking about? It's yeah. like always some families like, take a picture in front of mm-hmm. me in front of the Grand Canyon. I'm like, you're lit from behind. Yeah, you, won't be able yeah. To, <laughs> you can't see anything. This is a blob. You won't be able to see anything. Yeah, it's a blob <laughs> in front of the canyon. Yes. This is, this cannot be real. The person who pressed for this like alien UFO study, it is Marco Rubio. Like I feel so angry about that. Yeah, I can't I have believe no I forgot respect that. Respect for this man. I can't remember man. who. He's the vice chairman of the Senate Select Committee on Intelligence. Oh my God, he's he. That man hates gay people. I just yeah yeah. That's really a bummer. I don't know why he had I to can't be the alien the entire, guy. I know the entire earth is being defended by a man who thinks I should have to sleep with a fella. Yeah. Mm -hmm. This doesn't sound good. Yeah. He was probed for sure. That's the problem. He was probed once. (laughs) And now he's like, I'm not gay. No one should be. Because he probably liked it a little too much. That's what happened. Oh my God. We got to find them. We got to find them. They're out there. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. When we come back, we're going to talk about ways to actually survive your interaction with an alien. Hi, welcome back. Steph, Chelsea, do you want some um, real tips for how to survive your interaction with an alien? Mm -hmm. Well, unfortunately for you, they're from Watch Mojo. (laughs) It's like the most advanced and technical expertise we could find. Um, So, I mean, look, we love Watch Mojo, but like, again, Marco Rubio, Watch Mojo, maybe not exactly who I'd want in charge of my fate. Nonetheless, here are some things that we should talk about. Number one, you interact with an alien. First things first, stay peaceful. Like, Mm -hmm. you don't need to assume that alien's 
intention. Yeah. So, I mean, that's number one. Number two, however, again, Watch Mojo really testing us here. Obtain a weapon. So you're supposed okay. to fucking <laughs> mm-hmm. stay cool, but also stay strapped. At my own home, my, I have under my bed uh, the back of a car hitch under the trailer. That's oh apparently God. what I'm going to kill somebody with because I don't have a gun. Again, Canadian. I, I don't know why I think that I'm going to grab this giant car hitch and just swat somebody over the head. But in my head, I am doing that. So that's what I Is grab. that your like at home weapon? It's Is literally that why it's you under have my that? bed. Yes. yes it's it like is. for that. It's like for that. It's because you watch a lot of Lauren and Order SVU. So yeah. you have to have something under yeah, your bed. Yeah, something under my bed. And you that's chose it. A, a half of a car hit. Yeah, yeah. Do you have an at-home weapon, Chelsea? No, I have nothing. I was just thinking, I think I'd, I'd be a goner really fast. I have like a broom. <laughs> oh my God. That's you it. You just got to at least get something mace. to put right under your bed. Yeah. You should have mace or something. I don't know. I'll I, tell I you really what mine should. is. Oh yeah. It's a hatchet. Ooh. Which is actually worse hatchet? than Steph's. That's I have a hatchet. scary. Yeah. Um, and then the third thing is find a gas mask or a hazmat suit. Easy. Because we don't know what kind of weaponry they might be wearing okay <laughs> i mean what i've got i got a kn95 i got i actually have a bunch of them in a lot of different colors mm-hmm. so i'm going to assume that that's somehow just fine um now who has and, that lying around their house a hazmat suit just ready to go with ghostbusters i think I the people I that have the ghostbusters <laughs> yeah like i don't know the ghostbusters don't have that they have like they have like proton packs do they, they not have, have there's nothing suits? about a mask no. okay a they just have the suit part of it just not the top stoners, stoners yeah totally they have, have that mask that. they do the bong thing they in have oh the yeah mask mm-hmm. bong for sure and as a weapon the bong they're they're good the glass bong no they are so plus who's gonna stay peaceful fucking stoner yeah, yeah. there it is wow so far Done. But here's where they're probably going to get tripped up because the next tip is to avoid meteorites or any crash sites. But like a stoner is not going to be able to avoid that. Like that's oh. the number one person who's going to be curious about that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They're going to go right in there. They'll be high in the crash site. Yeah. A hundred. Some other options for ways to deal with an alien invasion. Number one, try to communicate with them. Try to communicate with them using their language, whatever that language might be. Mm-hmm. Also, another option, scavenge or steal their technology, right? You know, like, you don't know how much you sell that back to Elon Musk. Like, you might make a bunch of money and perhaps Tesla drivers could actually become good drivers. And then the third option, destroy the mothership. So, like, if you're interacting with... The... <laughs> 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 the, the the casual way with which you're taking all this in, is it because none of this is on the table for you, Steph? <laughs> it seems absurd. Like, do you destroy yeah. the mothership with what? Again, my long dildo? Like, I don't know what they, they think I'm, I'm doing here. <laughs> Every alien thing we see, they have no idea what we're saying. All of a sudden, we're going to know their language. Like, th- these three make no sense. The other ones I can get behind. These three are... Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're, I'm over it. Well, this is where I think, like, Chelsea's personality type comes in. Because, <laughs> like, I do feel that... Like, I see a sort of beaming look on your face. Like, I feel like you're going to go for all of that. Is yeah. It, where do you, do you think that's true? I mean, because Chelsea, you're running at, first of all, you're running at the crashed ship. Yeah. I assume you're immediately going to scavenge for tech, try to communicate using, I don't know how many, I don't know what languages you speak. Um, and that you might even try to fly that thing or like, you know, destroy a mothership in another way. Is that, am yes. I, you know, we know each other yeah, so like, where do you think that comes from in you? <laughs> Talking about your childhood. So, yeah, exactly. I think it also is like 
kind of type A and having to control things and then also having the hubris oh. to be like, I could figure it out. Like put me in command of the armed forces. Like that sounds reasonable to me. If I have to take out the mothership, like tell me what, what I'm working with and like I'll scramble the jets and we're going to take out the mother. Like I can do it. I can okay, do it. I'm Senator Mark, Marco Rubio and this is your interview for why you should be put in charge of Perfect. the armed forces in the case of an alien invasion. Mm-hmm. Hi, Chelsea. Great to see you. Hi. As you know, homosexuality is wrong. Exactly. That was my first point as to why I should be yeah, in charge I of I just wanted to start army. with that. Um, <laughs> we know that aliens are hovering um, above New York City, Washington, D.C., um, and for some reason, Orlando, Florida. Um, and I really want to ask you, this is, you know, as this is your interview for the Armed Forces, like I saw your LinkedIn and it, you, know, you do seem right for the job, but could you tell me why you think you're right for the job? Well, I think first of all, they're attacking those cities because those are the liberal cities with all the gay people. So the aliens are with us. I think I'm just going to sit down and talk to them, have a little chat. I think we're aligned and we can negotiate peace here. So that's my proposal. That's such a good point, Chelsea. I wouldn't have previously thought that Orlando, Florida was a liberal city, but obviously oh, Disney the Disney now. Corporation yeah. has re... Exactly. You've got the job. Thank you, sir. I won't let you down. <laughs> Okay, Steph Tolliv, can you tell them where to find your podcast? Yes, it is called Steph Infection Podcast. And you can find it on Instagram, on Spotify, on Apple Music, it's on everything. Follow me on Instagram at Steph Tolev. And uh, yeah, that's it. Camera's going to oh, do it. Oh, it's Tolev. I always thought it was Tolev. Maybe yeah, I'm just from you're American. the fucking Midwest. Yeah, that's why you say it like that. All right, now it's time for What's in Cameron's Backpack. I'll be given a series of scenarios related to a life-threatening event. Today, it's alien invasion, and I'll have to explain how I'd survive. I have a backpack full of items, which could help, but unfortunately, it's been packed by producer Chelsea, and she maybe doesn't want me to survive. So Chelsea, what am I up against? What's in my backpack? All right, so today's first scenario is you're walking out of Bristol Farms where you hear screams and what sounds like a lot of helicopters. You look up and see flying saucers zooming across the sky, shooting laser beams at the ground. It's an alien invasion and they've hit LA. So you have to get out of town and get out of town fast. So here's what you got in your backpack, Cameron. A, scissors. Uh Uh-huh. B, an inflatable jumping castle. Uh Uh-huh. And C, a copy of your 2022 tax returns. So easy, inflatable jumping castle. Why? Because I get that you might run from aliens and leave LA, but me, fucking, I've had a good run. Like, I'm willing to just let life leave me. And if I'm going to do that, I'm going to do it while jumping in a jumping castle. I didn't, you know, given those options, just let her go. I think that's beautiful. Thank you. You have to know when your time's up sometimes, Mm -hmm. you know? Okay, second scenario is you hadn't taken the jumpy castle and you found yourself at a rural cabin. Now you finally think you're safe, but all of a sudden you start floating up into the air and a UFO is hovering above you, pulling you into its hole. So it sucks you inside and you watch the doors close beneath your feet. You're alone on the ship in total darkness. And here's what you're working with. You've got a coin from ancient Greece, a cinnamon stick, and the Eiffel Tower. Wow, these are such differently sized objects. Um, I'm gonna choose the Eiffel Tower. Why? Because I've actually climbed it. It has a lot of stairs. And so I would imagine like somehow just get that door that closed beneath my feet to open. Like there's gotta be like an obvious button, right? Or like unclick the, um, the, the keys. Like 
you know, and then mm-hmm. the door opens <laughs> or press like the trunk pop button. Like, I don't know how a spaceship works, but it's got to have one of those. And then flip the Eiffel Tower almost sort of upside down and like descend the stairs. I guess you don't have to do it upside down. I'm just trying to think of like, what's the easiest way to to attach an Eiffel Tower to a UFO. What I know is that I need the stairs, you know, and a cinnamon stick and a coin from ancient Greece. Those, as we know, they don't have stairs in them. All right, and scenario number three. So you make it back down the Eiffel Tower to the rural cabin and you find President Biden there and the aliens have agreed to peace talks and he needs your help. So you have to broker peace with the aliens and keep in mind they don't speak English. So here's what you've got in your backpack. A dreidel, a live orca, and Tums. What? (laughs) (laughs) Why is this so hard? Well, look, I believe in Biden in this situation. I mean, will he win re-election? I don't know. I'm not even sure he'll be the nominee. But what I do know is that with some sunglasses on, like he's he is charming. And so here's what I'm going to do. The live orca, because I have seen the movie Free Willy. And I know that if we can just get Biden on some sort of a jetty and have that orca escape from captivity by jumping above him, that he'll feel so good about himself that he will absolutely succeed in those negotiations. I mean, right, Chelsea? That's kind of, oh, sorry. Yeah. That's got to be right. No, no, right? no. That's sounds good. That okay. sounds good. All right. All right. <laughs> a new Independence Day. Oh my God! It is the new Independence Day. And that was our discussion on surviving an alien invasion. Up next, it's time for Thrive Survivor Take a Dive. Well, welcome back. It's Thrive Survivor Take a Dive. Producer Chelsea's going to give me three celebrities in an ultimate survival scenario. I'll have to explain who can thrive, who will survive, who will take a dive. Now, all these celebrities have had their names randomly generated by randomcelebritygenerator.com. Chelsea, who am I working with today? All right. Today's celebrities are Kelly Rowland, oh. Liberace, mm-hmm. and Sean Connery. So one's going to do awesome, one's going to survive, but not thrive necessarily, and then one is unfortunately going to die. This is tough because, okay, so I actually think it's going to be, well, I think it's going to be, I think it's going to be a toss-up between Sean Connery and Liberace for who will survive. I don't know the answer. Both of them have, I think, a certain skill set, either via voice or via piano playing, that could thrill an alien enough to possibly make them one of the human race that that gets to continue to live. Now, we definitely know who will thrive, and that is Kelly Rowland, and I will tell you what I'm basing this on. I am basing this on the Super Bowl where Beyonce performed, and there she is, out on the stage, And suddenly, from within two sub-stage holes, pop (laughs) Michelle and (laughs) Kelly so that they can perform together as Destiny's Child. 
Number one, this is one of the best moments of my life. I screamed my head off. I was so thrilled to see them. Number two, the way that Kelly popped out of the stage, she was so sure on her feet. She was so strong and confident in her core and lower half that I have to believe that if she had the scenario you mentioned earlier where she's sucked up into an alien ship, like I can see how that would go down. Like she would show up so impressively, so strong. They would just let her go. She didn't even a full tower. She just needs the God-given gift of arriving. And that's what the movie Arrival's about. Okay, let's wrap the episode. What have we learned? Well, first of all, it's pronounced Tolip. Also, Chelsea is afraid of nothing. Final question, would I survive an alien invasion or die trying? Um, well, listen, nobody who has Ripley as one of her ultimate heroes is gonna die in an alien invasion. Get away from her, you bitch. We'll be back every Wednesday with another episode of Survivor Die Trying. Survivor Die Trying is produced by Sony Music Entertainment. Our executive producers are Sarita Wesley and Cameron Esposito. Our senior producer is Medina Parwana. And our producer for this episode is Chelsea Jacobson. Engineering is done by Sam Bear. And our production manager is Tamika Balance-Clancy. Balance-Clancy. 